It is actually happening. 2021, we'll see Fiesta in San Antonio. That is huge for us. And it's also going to be a full capacity Fiesta. None of this 75% capacity, 50% capacity. Fiesta is returning at 100% according to the Fiesta Commission. Thanks for checking out this latest podcast of KSAT Explains. Our newest episode is all about the Fiesta favorites, the signatures, the things that are uh, that make Fiesta Fiesta. We explore how this event came to be. How did we get all these medals? Where did that come from? What's the deal with the kings and the queens? We're celebrating its return uh, amid this pandemic. So we wanted to uh, take a minute, have some fun and look back at how we got this party with a purpose. I'm Myra Arthur, host of the show. I'm joined right now by Lexi Salazar, who is the producer of KSAT Explains. And something that we explored and and really kind of stumbled upon in so many ways throughout uh, putting all this information together is just how Fiesta has grown, of course, over the years in size, but has grown in terms of being much more inclusive, much more widespread and accessible to so many different parts of our community. And really in every single aspect that I just mentioned, we have seen that evolution. And Lexi, you found that out when it comes to Nyosa and food, which is a huge reason anybody goes to Nyosa. So explain what you you found out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we, well, first of all, Myra, have you ever been to Nyosa? I have, yes. Years and years ago. Do you you have a favorite section? I, I don't know that I do. But I bet, honestly, since I've been, I bet there's a whole lot of different sections. Well, that's like what's always been so cool to me. I know Nyosa gets gets kind of crowded and, you know, it gets a rep for being kind of like the crazy, you know, you can hardly walk. But it's because there's so much to do there. And that's yeah. because there are so many different cultures represented. And so I know a lot of people think like Fiesta, Fiesta food chicken on a stick right like you <laughs> just see that that golden yep. oversized chicken nugget with a little jalapeno that's like what everyone um has been talking about in recent years and so that actually did originate at Nyosa with Mr. Chicken but when I talked to the president of the Conservation Society of San Antonio which of course they're the nonprofit that that holds Nyosa um she said you know of course chicken on a stick is great everyone loves it but there's also a lot more to the menu and it all has to do with San Antonio's um, rich history and culture here's what she had to say this is Patty Zions with the Conservation Society our menus run the range of all different kinds of food because Nyosa is a cultural heritage event too which a lot of people don't realize but that's why we have the multiple areas of Mexican market and south of the border, a French Quarter, Chinatown, Irish Flats, Hay Market. Hay Market at one time was a site for Chili Queens and we had hay bales and the benches and really recreated the Chili Queen setting. But you know, as time goes and codes change and the fire department doesn't want you having bales of hay that could easily ignite, uh, we don't have that setting anymore. But the foods we have reflect the, the settlers that were in San Antonio, like Texas under six flags. Well, we have a lot of broad range of items that reflect our tribute to the history of San Antonio and the people that settled here over the years. 
So from the food to even royalty, we've seen that become more inclusive over the years. And I mean, let's be honest, when you think royalty, it's not exactly something that people think of as, oh, that's accessible. No, it's royalty. But that's not really what we've seen happen in terms of Fiesta. We explain where this idea of royalty came from, how it even got started as part of this citywide celebration. But the introduction of El Rey Feo is actually a really interesting story. It came about 20 years after the first King Antonio to preside over Fiesta. And it really was a way, we talked to the Fiesta Commission president about this. He said it was really a way to get all of the cultures of San Antonio represented. El Rey Feo, of course, a, a Spanish name, the ugly king, if you will. He explained the origins of that. And it's a really interesting story. It actually goes back to years and years ago in Spain when the king of Spain would have his large grand festivals, celebrations, and then the common people, if you will, of um, the town would have their own version of that. They would have their own party. They would have their own fiesta and they would elect or, or uh, choose, select their own king. So that's where that idea came from. And that's not to say today that El Rey Feo was always a member of the Latino community. He is not, he has been, you know, Caucasian, white, Anglo, Latino, Hispanic. So that's another way that we have seen the idea of royalty change over the years, which has been really interesting. Um, something else that we want to talk about in terms of how Fiesta has grown to include a lot more people, not only just the number of events, I mean, there is literally something to go to, north side, south side, east side, west side, wherever you are, you can find a Fiesta event. But the medals too, that's something that everyone has now latched onto. It's not just businesses or organizations that have them. RJ Marquez joins us now. He is the digital journalist as part of our KSAT Explains team. This is something you checked out, RJ. Yeah, and we even slugged this Fiesta Medal Mania because for any one of us that have been out to Fiesta events, and people that are from San Antonio that go to any event, what, whatever event it is, there is always some serious Fiesta metal trading going on. And it always just astonishes me as someone who was not born and raised in San Antonio, how many people just love these Fiesta medals. I mean, you literally cannot hold on to them because they are coming at you and they want it, and they just want to collect these medals because as we were saying, Myra, this has become such a, such a tradition um, that goes back, I mean, goes back to the 1940s when we were talking about the Fiesta Royalty King Antonio, who is the Texas uh, Cavaliers River Parade um, King, uh, would give out these coins at events. So then, so that happened throughout a couple of decades. And then in 1971, King Antonio 49, uh, Charles Orsinger just handed these out to, um, to people and basically made the very first Fiesta medal, um, I guess the official Fiesta medal. So, um, so they've evolved over time. They become these little things that people can trade, that people obviously sell for um, to benefit charities, to benefit nonprofits. So, in this episode, I spoke to a woman who who designs these medals, who creates them, and she kind of talked a little bit about, you know, her family and sort of the um, kind of how they've sort of collected these over generations, but. 
but sort of the, the bigger aspect of this was this idea of um, inclusivity really when it comes to all these different neighborhoods and all these different organizations having these medals and what it represents to these people in these neighborhoods and these organizations. Uh, I know Lexi and I, we did an interview at the Witte Museum with the curator there um, and we visited their annual fiesta exhibition. It's called the Amo Fiesta. And uh, Amy Fulkerson was her name and she talked a lot about how not only medals, but a lot of these traditions that we're discussing really kind of speak to the community and really kind of represent um, what these communities mean and what the people have definitely sort of, um, you know, I, I keep on saying represent, but what these people kind of mean to the community themselves. Fiesta is an event that has grown and changed over the years. Um, and I think that's something that we see with the various traditions. And what's important is that when we look at Fiesta today, and we look at the number of organizations and what they represent within the community, that we see something that is really reflective of the community at large, that we're seeing a number of different organizations that are touching the community in a number of different ways that are representing lots of different um, segments of the San Antonio population. Now, that may not have always been the origins of Fiesta, but today the event that we have is a fundraiser. Um, it is something that's giving back to the, the community. And I think that there is a difference between where Fiesta started and where we are today. And so I think when you look at how it has grown and evolved and how there are ways to still honor traditions that have been around for a long time, but also to embrace all of these new ways that we have become a more inclusive and diverse uh, celebration for Fiesta. So that is just a glimpse of what we learned about Fiesta for this episode of KSAT Explains. We are celebrating the fact that it is returning, that we are all at a point in this pandemic when we can have a party, citywide party, and get together like we all have missed over the last 14 months. So check out this episode right now, ksat.com slash explains. We dive into the history. We, we explain how things like the medals, how the kings, how the queens, how all of this got started and why there really is something for everybody to go enjoy. And most importantly, why this is a party with a purpose. What's the point of this 10 day fiesta other than to just have a good time. I'm Myra Arthur, host of the show on behalf of Lexi Salazar, KSAT Explains producer and RJ Marquez, digital journalist. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Viva Fiesta.